This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy moving jobs, a girl who isn't sure about texting, and a guy whose crew is all chicks. Check it out. Enjoy. I'm going to be in Boston June 22nd at 10 p.m. Go get tickets. LaughBoston.com, June 22nd, 10 p.m. Come on out. Enjoy the show. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love doing this show and it really feathers my nuts that you guys love it as much as I love doing it. So keep doing that. Right now, it's shitty summer internship season. Internship season. It's shitty. I have to go to work season. It's shitty. Uh, the sun's out, but I'm going inside because I have to make money season. So people need the podcast. People need it. So tell a friend. Tell one friend. I And I see you guys on Snapchat. I'm on Snapchat. JTrain56. I'm on Instagram. At Jared Freed. And I'm on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Jared Freed. You can follow me on all those things. Um, it's in Twitter, JTrain56. I love getting sent your DMs, your tweets, your snaps of you guys listening with like a big group on a road trip. You know, that's great because then you're now this is a conversation starter podcast. This is we're taking questions. But listen, bring it to the bring it to your bros. Bring it to your girls. You guys can pause me and say, how would you answer the question? These are things that can be brought beyond just you and Papa JT. So keep spreading the word. Keep telling a friend. Uh, let me do a couple things before we get into the guest, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, one, you may have may not have noticed, that was a record. Yeah, that was 33, 34 seconds. That was a, that was a record. Right. Um, Wow, alcohol really affects me. You did a little fist bump, yeah, too. You were proud fist, of yourself. I gave a fist pump like I was Tiger Woods you know, on the 18th green uh, when I got past the 30-second mark. But march to a minute. Hashtag march to a minute. So we're getting there. Absolutely. Um, and um, so, uh, the, so that's one thing. Second thing, um, let me bring on the guest, and then we can talk about what happened 
last week, but uh, I'm very excited to have him back. He was here long ago, uh, when back in the TFM podcast days, but very excited to have him back. Mike Kaplan, thank you. Thank you so much. It really feathers my nuts to have uh, <laughs> myself as a guest again. I'm happy to feather your nuts. I appreciate it. I liked, I liked what you said when you said that, so I tried to use it myself. Please. I, uh, first time. This is your first time featherer. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> long time listener. We got that feather out of the closet and um, I'm rubbing it up and down the seat. Long time nut haver, first time featherer. <laughs> and it's great to have you here. Oh, appreciate it. Um, all of you need to follow and support Mike Kaplan because he's fantastic. Such a funny comic. And he's at Mike Kaplan, M Y Q Kaplan, on Twitter and Instagram. He has an album that's out right now called No Kidding. You can find it on all I, the. Yeah major iTunes and all that stuff. But listen, I always say, you know, in a car ride, a podcast is great, but also a comedy album is great. Sure. And I'll say this about Mike. One of those guys, and this has been a compliment, fantastic comic, but like one of those guys I watch, I'm like, man, I got to be a better writer. Oh, that's... (laughs) I do. I, whenever you hear somebody say, "Now I'm gonna mean this in a complimentary," I know way. you yeah. get worried, but I, 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 and there's no reason for me to think that you wouldn't take it otherwise because I would take it as a compliment. But I'm saying you're. I, I, I have a. When I go on stage, I feel like I, 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 I like listen to a set. I'm like, man, there's so much fat everywhere. You are, you are what I would call a lean oh, stand up. I'm, I'm in shape. I do my best. I uh, do my reps. I do whatever. I don't do a lot of exercise, so I don't have a lot of exercise terminology. <laughs> but yeah. uh, whatever it is, I'm too busy doing the. Metaphors. Yes, you're you. I mean, but there are jokes that you're like they go back and forth. It's really uh, it's a fun watch. Thanks for listening and watching, man. And it, it is uh, sincerely appreciated. That and it's a sincere compliment. So all of you guys and what I you know I'm a fan of comedy. You know we get in these. You know I don't like when someone's like I don't like a type of comedy. I don't like I, like what are you even saying? Yeah. You know like what are you? That means you're just you're just stupid. You're closing your mind off. <laughs> like you know like I I just think you know there's there's food and then there's like. All the different food groups. Oh, yeah. And so when I, I think when I watch you, I'm like, man, that's a different food group than me that I, you know, I've, uh, oh, yeah. I, I watch. I'm like, it's so good. So that's a pre- as, as we all get older and more experienced in comedy and mm-hmm. life, I feel like that's well, either of us, you know, our first year in comedy probably had people that were like, I'm not going to watch. Like, we're, yeah. all, we're all like that <laughs> when we're younger. And if you're younger and you're like, I'm still like that. Fuck you. Then, yeah, fine. That's great. That's OK. Uh, too. I'm, I'm sure that you'll be you'll I hope you get older. I hope you don't die tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. I hope that you'll live and learn and grow. But also, uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can do whatever you want. But the point is, uh, Jared and I have uh, really advanced and we're older, wiser and better. And you can be, too. He uh, Absolutely. So all of you guys, it's the album's called No Kidding, and he has his own podcast called Hang Out With Me. It's true. What is the, if you could tell someone if they wanted to add it to their queue, what's the... What's uh, what happens on Hang Out with Me? It's really complicated. I don't know if you're going to be. Uh, I don't can get into it. I might but not get I it. basically hang out with people, and so that's why <laughs> yeah. I call it. That. Mostly, I was just I didn't have a podcast, and I liked going on other people's podcasts. Yeah, like just even talking to a person that I didn't know well. You talk to somebody for an hour, and you're like, oh wow, what a what a connection. Yes. with another human being. Like we learn about each other, about ourselves, about the world, about everything. Absolutely. And, and I'm like, I'm going to be in charge of this. I'm like, I'm going to invite people to where I am to talk to people. So it's just mostly mostly comedians, but then other kinds of you know like artists writers actors musicians photographers whoever just people that i know or that want that i just end up talking to and getting to know uh and it's sometimes philosophical sometimes it's silly sometimes you know it doesn't mean anything but uh it's always it's always something that's great uh what days does it come out uh it comes out usually every monday-ish it's once a week but around every monday on the keith and the girl network so there we go it's called hang out with me and listen i always say it add it to the 
Add it to your library so it's just there on a day where you're like, I got nothing. I don't want to be in my own head. Oh, yeah. Let me get inside someone else's head. Me? I'm no good. <laughs> Let me put some else good in, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Ran, so, ran out of Jared's podcast. <laughs> uh, get to the bottom of the barrel. And then finally, there I am. Let's go to Mike Kaplan. Thank so you. go find Mike at Mike Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram. Let me just say something that happened last week. Uh, oh. I, this is like, <laughs> this is, was, what a... The ultimate feathering, I gotta say. This, you know, I got the nuts get feathered every day from you, the listener. But this is one that I was like, it's like the whole bird. This is the whole bird. It was literally you a, got a full, whole bird in your genitals, <laughs> full fucking bird on my nuts. Um, this dude. So I get sent a Snapchat from this uh, this girl, and it's a picture of of a guy's um, senior picture, his yearbook, senior portrait, yeah. his senior yearbook. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh my god, his quote is. The opening to this podcast. It's the hello and welcome to the J Train podcast. I'm J Train Jared Fried, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side State of New York Labs. That's his, that's a senior quote. It's amazing. It's it's fucking amazing. I was literally I I've never I was uh I was I was like uh what did I say there was a word I was I was like I was it was uh, whatever you were floored. I was I was floored. It it, it really is humbling and touched, really touched, moved. Touch yeah. moved. I I was. A tear streamed down my nut that was being feathered. Um, so such intense feathering, such intense feathering that literally a tear came out of my nuts. Um, and I'll, I'll give out a shout out. This kid's. In, I put the picture on Instagram. So on my Instagram at Jared Freed. The funniest part, and I don't know if this is just funny to me. Like maybe I hope it's a sense of humor, but yeah. I'm not sure. The funniest is that he's in a tux for a senior portrait, which oh, sure. hilarious and uh, hilarious. If everyone's like, I'm going to wear my Letterman's jacket. And he's like, let's go tux. Oh, yeah. Um, and then also the person above him took it was like, oh, senior quote. Obviously, I'll use Maya Angelou. And then <laughs> everybody this, else in the yearbook. Yeah, Maya every, everyone's got a Maya Angelou quote. And then this guy's got idiot me. <laughs> <laughs> right under my angel. That made it the whole thing. It's so funny. And what's even funnier is you do say time to time when you're giving advice, you say like pointed, quotable, like yeah, there's great good, advice. There's oh, some yeah. good advice. I was going to ask, like yeah. when you said you're somebody's yearbook quote, I'm like, oh, what is the quote? What's yeah. the wise thing that this kid likes? <laughs> no, it's just the hello. It's just me screaming. <laughs> um, so, and I'll give his Instagram because I gave it out of mine at Ryan underscore cook 15. So, um, I, I gotta say, and it was his sister. So this is kind of what I'm coming back to. Uh, his sister's the one that sent it to me and she's like, we've been listening huh. since eighth grade. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God, it made me feel old. It, it made me remember how long we've been doing this podcast long enough where you were on this years ago now. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just unbelievable to me. So it's very cool. And uh, I want to thank Ryan. You're shaping the youth of Sh tomorrow. Sh probably more than Maya Angelou is because they probably, most people haven't even, like you get assigned Maya Angelou in high school. Yes. But you're not reading all of it. You're, you're not comprehending. You are you are in these kids' ears every week for four for all through high school. Just the sweet nothings <laughs> of Papa JT right in your ear every Tuesday and Friday. It's a, It was really uh, heartwarming. So I, I got to say thank you to Ryan and his sister. Um, and you know, can check out the picture. The picture's fantastic. It's a good one. It's so good. So let's get to the emails. You ready, Mike? I'm super ready. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're here with Mike Kaplan at Mike Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him, support him. Go buy the album right now. It's called No Kidding. Work Life Help. I like that. That's a good start. 
Jay Trizzle, shouts to the greatest greatness that is sitting in the room around you. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, now down to business. About six months ago, I was recruited to a new job by an old supervisor friend to work with him and have solid opportunities for my future seeing as I'm in school and working full-time, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I fucking hate the stress that comes with this job and the fact that we are underpaid for our responsibilities. I realize I have to put in my time, but I feel it aging me and making me some, something I am not, which is a lazy worker because I do not like it. I have a couple of friends who want, want me to come work with them and their job while in sales and dealing with customers and the compensation would be a, a massive plus. Uh, with, with customers, the compensation would be a massive plus. Should I be worried about leaving a job after only six months? If I do, I will, I'll have done it twice in a year, which is why I'm worried. By the way, do you have any advice to a dude who will be going to his first open mic on Tuesday night? Okay. Well, that was going to be my advice is uh, get out of jobs and get into open mics. So he's, he's, you're already doing it, number one. But, I mean, I also, this is, I think you and I are both comedians. Mm -hmm. I don't know the last time that you had a nine-to-five office job it's if been a you bit. did. Uh, so this advice is coming straight from people who know exactly what they, you know, what they're talking about, resumes and, yeah. you know, uh, recommendations. Yeah. But, I mean, I actually, I read and listen to, like, other advice podcasts okay. and columns. And I think that six months is, like, a reason reasonable amount it's like a relationship it's like yeah what if you talk about like a personal relationship like oh, i've been dating this person for six months but what if i leave and then the next person's like well why'd you only date that person for six months well they weren't the right person yes. it wasn't the right fit yeah like oh yeah uh, you've put in a lot of time proving that you can do something you hate for a long long time <laughs> like don't do a thing that you hate if you if you don't like if you try things every six months for 10 years yes. and you never find a thing that you like then probably you're the problem but you sound you're probably young you're these are like your first jobs maybe yes. don't you don't even have to work maybe don't work with your friends like if your friends have jobs that you don't want to do I, like it can be fun to work with your friends if you like doing it but you can just hang out with your friends outside of work go to open mics do things but then what do you want to do what do you like doing pursue that for more than six months and you'll be happier completely agree um i don't think that's the the one thing when we like think about like career stuff. We, the I think the mistake is like what will people think? Oh, that they, you know the outside the 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 whispers from everyone. No, 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 fuck them. That's not their life. They will people will be on board once you have succeeded. Not until that point. Oh yeah, and most people are not <laughs> thinking about you at all, at all, ever. And anybody who is thinking about you more than that, like who cares what they think? Care about the people who whose respect is worth something. Totally. And I and I see where this guy is at. I can feel anytime someone asks me at a certain age about open mics. Oh sure. I know that there's a lot of confusion just isn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> it just it, 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 because a lot of people see it as like oh that's an easy way to go. That's the shining light of opportunity in your life, the the open mic. Yeah. Like, like, that's above where you're at the bottom of a well. <laughs> yes. It's a, because open mic life, well, trying it, like, let's, I would. this isn't a comedy podcast, but I would say, yeah, you want to try an open mic, go to open mics. Just get on stage, try it. Um, but don't see that as the next career path. Like this guy's saying, I got friends working there, friends working here. I don't like my job. I don't like my life opportunity. Well, I'll just jump out of life and just do, you know, become an artist is basically what he's saying. Because I did this when I, was, I used to sell life insurance. I remember my buddy and I uh, would talk about how we wanted to move to Maine and own a canoe shop. None of us have ever canoed. <laughs> None of us have ever built anything with our hands. But we're like, we, we just saw a life of escaping the the one we were at and i think for him what you said about the friends do not go somewhere to work with friends i it, it, while 
It sounds great. And whatever they say how great they're doing, they're not doing as great as they're saying they're doing. So that seems like a great thing just because your friends are saying that they're how happy they are. But you're this is an alone game. You're not in this unless you start a business with a friend. Yeah. You're doing this alone. So my advice to this guy, leave the job. Six months, whatever. That's enough to know that you don't like it. You don't like it. Move on to the next thing. But be sure in your decision and be sure that whatever the next thing is, you're saying, today, I believe that this is the thing I'm going to be good at and I'm going to give 100% to. Yeah. Ideally, you work at something that you care about, that you're good at. Like, you want to like it and be good at it. Yes. You might not be good at the thing that you like and then you try it. Like, if you want to do comedy, you have to do comedy. You have to do it a lot, even though you're not good at it in the beginning. And Mm -hmm. hopefully you get good at it and you have no guarantees. Or, like, you have to make money. And right now, it seems like you're in a good position where you are making money. You have other opportunities to make money. Like, there's some people that, whatever the unemployment rate is, like, not everybody has the opportunity to make one, one, let alone two. Like, so whichever one seems like the best thing that fits what you want to do like if you have an idea of what you want if you don't know what you want to do figure out what you want to do yeah and then start you know if you've taken classes that's that yeah that was always my dad's advice and he he was right don't leave your job until you have your next job Mm -hmm. so this my advice to this guy is pound you know like when you're not doing your job your job is to figure out what the next move is and work on that. Think about that. Put time into that. Put in resumes. And while you're you're doing that, then when you have the opportunity, maybe the job doesn't isn't there. Maybe it's not waiting for you. But at least you're saying, okay, this is what I want to do with 100% of my effort. It, it sucks. And I know where this guy is. Nothing feels worse than not being able to try 100% at something. Sure. Because you're just like, I'm fucking miserable. I, used to, I, I was working. I remember I was just... It wasn't for me, but I was like, why can't I? I'm a hard worker. Why can't I wake up in the morning? You know? like, oh, I, yeah. and, and it's not because you're not. It's just it becomes a sickness at a certain point. I heard a thing once about, uh, like, you can get really good at running up a ladder. You can be, like, the fastest person running up a ladder. But if the ladder's not against the right building, then you're end, you, where do you end up? You end up on the wrong roof. That's unbelievable advice. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Cue the music. Was my tap tap too quiet? Check email. Hey, Juicy. Female listener here with a bit of a conundrum, even if this question... Okay. A few weeks ago, I was swiping on my way on Bumble when I saw the old roommate of a guy I hooked up with last summer. Mm -hmm. So she hooked up with a guy last summer. It's his old roommate. We met a couple of times when I was at their apartment. That's a funny meeting. Sure. <laughs> uh, pleasure. Yeah. Good to see you. Uh, just tasted some cum. We know, uh, we know each other now. <laughs> he seemed cool. We actually had some unique things in common. One of them being we both have a sibling with a disability. Okay, that's I, I get that. I rarely meet people who share this, so it was nice to connect with him. So it's weird to connect on that after a hookup, but we're imagining it probably different than it happened. Who knows what it was? <laughs> we matched. I gave him my number. He texted me to hang out the following weekend. It was a 2 p.m. meetup, so I wasn't thinking it was a date. Okay, well, what do you think of that? I'm going to stop this because it does go a little bit long, but I, what do you think of a 2 p.m. date? I mean, I've gone on dates like recently where – or me. You know, I never assume that anything is or isn't a date. Like my my yeah. big move to find out whether something is a date, if I'm not sure, is while we're on it, 
to ask if it is a date. Like, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll be like, and I've gotten various responses. Usually, it's like one. The first time I did it, the person was like, we were out for a drink yeah. at night, and she was like, "Do you want it to be a date?" And I said, "Yes." And she said, "Then it is." And like, ah. one person, my the funniest one was a girl who said, uh, uh, "It wasn't one, but now it is." Like because you asked. <laughs> and then another person was like, "Yeah, I invited you out for a drink. What did you think, dummy? You know?" Yeah. And, uh, I, I always yeah. assume, like for me, I'm always like. I'm there if I if if my mind it's a date that's what I'm there for I like like steer the ship yeah that's fair also to I mean when you're on a dating app I think these mostly you yeah. know whether it's Grinder or Tinder mm. or Bumble there are people on these things that like do want to either just make friends or friends with benefits or go into things completely open minded like yeah. is this going to be romantic or not I could go but either way I had I had a situation where this recently just happened I was last week after we take I I was sick the whole last week and so we i had a uh i tried like you know you know i was uh, had plans with someone and then i was like i'm too sick for these plans sure so i was like hey maybe maybe coffee tomorrow and then they were like you could tell the whole vibe had changed hmm. and i'm like as if coffee was a step down a downgrade. yeah yeah and i wouldn't i never see dates that way i don't see the the surrounding like i would never set up a date in a way I, the only date that to me is not a date or is to me a step down is the let's just meet up late night oh sure like that's the only thing that i'm like okay i'm here for a different vibe what was the original date you had planned just like a dinner thing no drinks, drinks. So it's the same idea. I would think it's the same idea. We're still yeah. sipping. A couple months ago, <laughs> I, I had a coffee. Like, the only time I had free to meet this person, I was in another town. I had, like, a bunch of, like, I had shows. I had other friends to meet up with. Mm. But I was like, I'm free from, like, four to six. Can we yeah. meet up for, like, it was a person who I was like, I would have wanted it to be a date if it could be. It was coffee. We did, like, make out a little bit at the end of it. Even And my everybody's like, that's weird to, like hang out at four o'clock and then be like, make out a little bit at five 30 and be like, I gotta go. I mean, so it, it really depends what both people want, what yeah. people are both into. Cause another time I went on a, a coffee date with a girl that at the end of it, we were like, all right, well it was super nice. We had a great conversation yeah. for like an hour or two. And then our, we either both had other plans or whatever. And I would have, you know, it would have been, I was into it. And then we mm. did like go on another actual like late night date and spend the night later. I think that a coffee date is a good potential audition date. You know, it's I like, agree. it's, it's good to go on the coffee date, be there, open to whatever could happen. If you're somebody who only wants the late night, you know, like, hey, just come over at two in the morning, then a coffee date is like not a step towards that specifically. Like I those are separate things. Those are separate things, but I think you can do. You can. I, I like the idea of a audition because I do think of the coffee. I think of the coffee date. I'm like, this is purely like, let's see how much fun this conversation is. Yeah. And then if I if I went from coffee date to like, hey, I'm gonna be out at like two a.m. I would be, that's me giving her the vibe of like, I feel like we should fuck. Yes. Maybe not more, but just right now I'm feeling we should fuck. I'm a fan of open, honest communication. Like, I think that sometimes when you're getting to know a new person, you don't know how open and honest you can or should be yeah, with them. It takes because a you're like, who are, is this person a creep, you yeah, know, an yeah. asshole? Like, so you. Especially with internet dating, you oh, don't yeah. know who you're getting involved with. This girl has a past with them, so. I was thinking, like, if whatever it is, you guys are just getting together. Be happy. You're you're there. You're at the show. So far, so good. 
We had a great time catching up and discovered more things we had in common. He paid for my drinks, but I still don't didn't want to jump to any conclusions that this was a date. Towards the end, I was I said there were so many more things I wanted to learn about him, and he said, I guess we'll have to hang out again. I was preparing to leave for vacation the following week, so he suggested hanging out the Sunday before I left. I was excited and started to wonder if I kind of liked him. When we hugged goodbye, I swear I felt his beard graze my cheek. This is very intense. Sure. This is like, what is this, the notebook? <laughs> uh, like a good neurotic Jew. I read I read that to mean he was leaning, uh, he was testing the waters for a kiss. Only thir- about 30 minutes after uh, I left, he texted me just to chat a little more. I thought that was a good sign. It is. Uh, we text a little bit during the week, but not very much. On Sunday, I sent him a text to confirm the meetup. He responded with a profuse apology and said he'd gotten sick over the weekend. Is this me? Ha! Uh, <laughs> he wasn't sure if he'd get it together by the time our date. I told him not to worry about it and to feel better. He actually led trips. He had actually led trips in the country I was traveling to, so he said I should let him know when I was back and look forward to hearing my stories. I returned from the trip last week and sent him a text on Friday at 2. I think the timing and wording of the text is really where I fumbled here, but I'll let you be the judge. I said, I said, salam, because I went to an Arabic-speaking country. Sure. The trip was amazing. Can't wait to dish. I, went, I wanted to give off a friendly vibe in case he's not really interested in me. Even if he's not into me, I would still want to get to know him as a friend, but I would also be down for getting a really drunk and hooking up either way. Th- this is her problem here. It's it, too much. You it's, just got to get out of your head. You have she's to. in her head. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now is, I'm thinking my text. Well, now yeah. I'm thinking my text may have been too casual. It's Monday and still no response. Can I salvage this? I don't want to double text, but I would really like to see him again. The fling was this old roommate was really brief, so I would be surprised if that was the reason he was wasn't responding. So huh. what's my next move, if any? What do you think? Oh, I, I mean, I think we've all been in a similar place like this. Almost always the thing that you text, like if you say if you send a friendly text yes. to a person that wants to get together with you and hook up with you, they won't be like, well, this is a little too friendly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to write back to I've never this gotten too text. many texts from a girl I want to <laughs> fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I think I think there's really pretty much nothing to lose by texting again, like within a couple days. Like I, you text it on a Friday, text again, like on a Wednesday, on a Thursday. Like it doesn't even ma- this whenever. Is, this is such a female issue. I, I feel like I'm I'll just jump in and say no. I've also had similar thoughts. I, 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 yeah. We yeah. all have similar oh, yeah. thoughts. Of I, I I I'm not I'm not saying it's a female issue to to, uh, to worry about these worry things. about these yeah. things. Absolutely, yeah. but I, the way she's going about it sure. is female. Like a guy is a lot of guys will just run in and be like, "I'm the man. You should want me because I'm me." Where the fuck are you? And I do think that men could stand to do that a little less. <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. But I'm saying on the on the other side, the problem for men is doing that too much. The problem for women is not doing it enough. A, a fine generalization. It, it, and so this is what I'm saying. So for her, it feels like she's in the generalization oh, of like, yeah. well, I don't know. You. She knows what she wants. She wants to meet this guy again. In fact, I'll tell you a very specific thing about the woman that I went on the coffee with mm. uh, that eventually did turn into a date where we hooked up and it was definitely romantic or okay. I wasn't sure on the coffee I got an a te- I met her because a, a comedian friend like texted me hey this friend of mine was at a show that you were at and she thought you were cute mm. and I was like oh cool I and I, I had seen her I thought she was cute so I was like hey man thank, thanks so much I would yeah. love to, for you to like pa- you know pass along information I said something in a vague way and he was like cool cool and I just never heard from him until I until I explicitly said to him hey man can I have that girl's yeah. number I'd love to talk to that girl that you said was cu- that likes me yeah. and I thought she was cute so in this situation i will say 
the best thing you can do is be direct and say, hey, would you like to meet up again? Absolutely. I'd love to meet up again. But back to your yeah. story with you saying to the guy, like, I could understand why you'd be in your head of whether this is a date or not, because you said to the guy, hey, that's great. And he didn't do, he didn't pull on the other side of the rope. You yeah. had to go and get the slack on the rope and say, hey, I'm looking for this number, dude. Yeah. And I mean, he's married. He doesn't care. He what? doesn't yeah. care. He's just, he's doing his own shit. Yeah. But it's understandable yes. why you would be like, well, maybe this isn't a date because maybe she said to him, maybe I'm not sure when you said the initial whatever, but then yeah. you came back and said, give me the number. And then it becomes a date for her. It's, it's very similar where it's saying she's kind of, she's tiptoeing and, and I, she's doing that because she's afraid yeah. to get turned down. Yeah. Which is totally fine. I mean, that's the thing that everyone needs to, in these situations, not be afraid of because yeah. you will. I mean, if you want to be with this guy, you have to risk not being with this guy. Yes. The worst thing that can happen is you find out he doesn't want to hang out with you and then you've invested one coffee. Yes. And I think the move for her, one text, you say, hey... <laughs> Uh, I'm free this weekend. Would love to get a drink. Totally cool if you're if you're busy. Yeah, give him that out, and then let's see what happens. But I I don't think you should judge. And and this is easy for me to say and harder to do. We so, can all say. Yeah, it. we can all say. It. But the best advice you can give is to say, Hey, you're a, you're a catch in your own way. Go after it and fucking own that and yeah. own that you like him and you wanna you wanna see more. It, right now you like him. Two days from now, he'll be like, eh, I don't know. And you'll be like, okay, I'm over it. And it'll be over. We but, like when people like us. If yeah. you find out he doesn't like you, then you'll stop liking him. Or you'll find out that he does like you or could like you. Because, look, you've had literally almost no investment in this. So do just reach out, know that he might never write back to yeah. you, and then continue to live your life regardless. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Mike Kaplan at... Mike Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram. M-Y-Q Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram. His album, No Kidding. Go check it out. iTunes, anywhere you can buy an album. No Kidding. A podcast called Hang Out With Me. Thanks, man. Go check it out. We are sponsored, people. Adam and Eve. They've been on here before. This is a good sponsor for this podcast. Because if oh, you sure. listen with P, if you listen with like, a lot of people listen with their girlfriend or boyfriend. So... Well, it's also perfect because everything on the site is like half off. Yeah, yeah, they they give they give deals like yeah. it, they're giving shit away. They're yeah. giving this. They're about love. They're, they, they want you to have love. They'll give it to you with love. They're for giving very little love. Yeah. They're giving away shit to put up your ass. Uh, That's true. So, so I think all of you, you know, if I was to do, if I was listening as a couple, I would say, okay, let's do like a like a we'll do a cap twenty five bucks each. We'll both go on with a promo, and we'll surprise each other. That'd be a fun thing. AdamandEve.com for a limited time only. You'll get 50% off any item. Just, just about, about any item, yeah. 50% off just about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. It's amazing. I hope the mystery gift is a DVD player because who has one of those? <laughs> Go to adamandeve.com. Use code JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN. At checkout, that's JTRAIN. J-T-R-A-I-N at adamandeve.com. Code JTRAIN at adamandeve.com. Go get your deal. There you go. Remember to tell them the, sure. the, uh, the code. J train. Right. That, that's. A- <laughs> Thank you. He forgets them. I always I forget. Uh, let's do... Ten- Teaching mom some manners. Well, this could great. get weird. 
I'm a postgrad dude with a problem when I go to visit mom. When she eats, she chews obnoxiously loud with her mouth open, which is embarrassing when out with people and just gross. How can I get my mom to chew her food with her mouth closed and not talk while she's eating? I don't know where I got my good manners from because eating with her is almost unbearable. Years ago, I asked her to eat with her mouth closed and she was very offended. And in recent years, she has been this, uh, she has begun this disgusting habit again. I don't know how I'll be able to bring a girl home to mom when I find it embarrassing to eat with her. Please help. Thank you. P.S. I hope you'll consider cutting out some fluff in the podcast i have to skip at least 10 minutes of intro bullshitting to get to the good content whoa <laughs> how do i teach my mom some manners yeah. you're a fucking piece of shit wow i get i get a lot of <laughs> yeah we're seeing at this guy's uh this guy's whole approach to everything um i love the beginning section and i get good feedback on it from a lot of people yeah shut, shut but up. I'm, I'm okay with hearing some uh you're allowed to hit a button for three seconds and then have the exact experience that you want. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I'll say this. Uh, if you can go download the Laughable app. Oh, yeah. The Laughable app. You can actually listen to any podcast that Mike's been on. Oh, sure. Any podcast that I've been on. Um, they give us stats. about, And he also has a comment about the, the reads. He, <laughs> he, he, he hates commercials. And uh, introducing the guests. Uh, Go listen to your mom chew then. Yeah. <laughs> she hates how we make money. I, um, I don't like that the sponsors on my mom's chewing are actually <laughs> not as good as your sponsors. So. I, I like the beginning stuff because it gets you to know who's giving you the advice. And I think it's it's worthwhile. I'm, Jared, also gonna, I'm not going to apologize. You don't have to explain yourself to this guy. This is your show. It's not his show. Fair. Uh, I want the show to be exactly the way that I want it to be. For free, <laughs> for, for free. nothing, for everything. Also, how did, my mom didn't raise me right, and I need to teach her how to raise me and be raised by me. <laughs> I, I will say, um, but Laughable gives us stats right. on when people use that push-ahead thing. Oh, sure. J-Train Podcast is very good huh? in that area. Oh, thing. absolutely. And... On top of that, take even further behind the curtain, I produce podcasts when they're read live in the show like we do mm. it. Way less people skip. It's way just part of the show. You just listen like, to it yeah. that's it. And what, we had that whole fun Adam and Eve thing about shit up your ass. That oh, was like a fun joke. DVDs, you wouldn't have got, yeah. he got for free. You got a free laugh. Right. You're welks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, but <laughs> what do we do about his horse mom? I mean, uh, so right <laughs> by this point, he's probably fast forwarded ahead through the rest of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, but for everybody else who might have... I, this is like a sincere, serious question because yes. I think we all have things like with our with the our elders. Like when you become a grown up and you're like, oh, my parents are just human. The yeah. the grown ups who taught me things also don't know everything. I tweeted this the other the, like literally a day ago, just saying like uh, the. You remember when you were younger and you thought adults were smart? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, the thing is, we're all just flawed human beings, and that's okay. It is, and I think we can help each other. Like. If you had a friend that had food in their teeth, if you have food in your teeth, you want somebody to tell you so you're not walking around all day of with food in their teeth. This is like that amplified. Yes. And I think, I mean, I would say to talk to your mom again in private yeah. sometime that you're not eating. And I think just the way that you talk to her is the important thing. I don't know how you did it before, but I do know how you talk to us here. And yeah. I'm just going to, I'm not, you know, invite you to consider that they're like, you love, you're calling because you love your mom and you care about your mom and you don't want to make your mom the feel bad. Here's the worst time to give someone constructive criticism. It's like when they're doing it mm -hmm. right as it's happening and loudly yeah. and angrily. 
So and so I could understand why his mom would be offended because it doesn't sound like this guy, you know, he's falling on the sword for us. We're making fun of him, but he, yes. you know, he came with a pretty good question because real it is, issue. It's a real issue. Yeah. So we'll take it at that. So, but I'm saying for this guy, you know, th- what makes you feel worse than when someone says to you, "Look how you're eating." Oh yeah. That, then you're like, oh my god, the the lights now are on you. It's a it's a, now a one man show. Oh my god, everyone. It's like the you know you're escaping the prison oh, and yeah. all the prison lights are on. You're like, oh my god, wh- I'm I'm a pig, you know. So it's all in how you deliver the message, and and this is all about empathy. Yes, you have shit that you could fix. Your mom has stuff that she could fix. You could, and that's yeah. everybody. You could even bring up, like, I'm sure you're, you have good manners. You're happy with who you are yeah. uh, in a lot of ways because of her. There probably are things that she, you value her. You yes. want to spend time with her. You want to bring people home to meet her. You care about her because she has been a positive force in your life. So you could do, like, you know, the old compliment sandwich of, like, yes. Mom, I love you. I love the, all these ways that you have helped me. Can I offer you this? Because I, I assume, you know, we've talked about it before. Maybe you don't specifically know how what you're doing when you're eating is coming across and i don't want to make you feel bad i want to help all of us feel good that's the way to go and also take a minute to realize is this more your problem than her problem Mm -hmm. that's the one thing with anybody that you have like like the you know him saying that the 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 the, that the ads take for oh that's your problem buddy that's not my problem i gotta fucking i gotta keep the fucking (laughs) You know the tent spokes in. Okay, I gotta keep this. You know the the. You know I gotta keep J Train alive. So yeah, it's a, so what, what you have to differentiate between how, is this a big enough issue for you to bring up? Oh yeah, that's a great that is a great point because you're the only one who knows for sure, and you can examine your own experience because maybe you're exactly right and you're objectively describing mm. uh, a har- a thing that would be horrifying to everybody. But I also know that we all amplify our own parents. Family, yes, yeah. absolutely. Like, we're like, oh my God, isn't that embarrassing? And somebody else is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'll look at my hair and see like one thing out of place and be like, I'm going to spend a half hour dealing I with know. that. And other people are like, it looks the same always. Just, what are you doing? Just know that every time I do a show, and I'm sure Mike has this too, if there's ever a big family at the show and they come up to you, they go, you should see our family. <laughs> That's like always the number one thing. Oh, if you were at one family dinner with us. And it's like, no. That's why Everyone Loves Raymond was a great show because everyone would say, I see that family in my family because most of us are pretty much fucking crazy and have similar crazinesses in all our families. Yes. So I think one is make sure that this isn't just... In your head. In your head. And then two, compliment sandwich. Just like you said, like, hey, I love you. I want to bring girls home. I... You hit me in the face with your your fucking, you know, your debris. I have two last things. One is uh, nibble that compliment sandwich as gently as you can. Don't... And the other... Your final option, if you never want to confront your mother, if you're too scared, if you don't want to hurt her feelings even a little bit, all you got to do is find a girl who also eats the same way. Yes. Or even also, like, I would, with any girl, i just prepare her, too. You oh, could yeah. say, hey, I just got to let you know, like, you know, I've, my mom, you know, she's like, uh, you ever see one of those those things that crush up the trees? <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> loves eating yeah, so much. She, she She's like one of those. Uh, so just know that 
there's kind of and you can make it like you're inside like it's just what she is and i love her for it this is the flaw in her i love you can you can turn it on to a positive for anyone you would bring over she loves the movie fargo her favorite character is the wood chipper at the end (laughs) she treats every meal like (laughs) this is my mom the wood chipper j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with mike kaplan at mike kaplan twitter and instagram did she only wake up with the sunday scaries do you, are you familiar with the Sunday Scaries? I'm not, actually. Do you drink? Uh, I, I drink some. Some. Okay, so the, the Sunday Scaries, and I call them the Sunday Weirds. We used to call them the Toaster Sundays in oh, college. okay. Because you would debate how many toasters you would throw in a tub with you. <laughs> um, so basically, it's just that anxiety you feel on a Sunday after a weekend of drinking heading into a work week or something like that. Is it that you've blacked out and don't know what you've done? Is it that it you're could have, hungover? Hungover, general anxiety, okay. I think, is is the thing. So your guy writes, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. JT. OG listener, first-time emailer. Thank Ooh. you, man. Recent postgrad in search of your wisdom. Recently just got out of a year-long relationship. She was an 879, a really amazing girl, and still can't shake her out of my head. So we have a rating system here in the podcast. Okay. Face, body, personality. Okay. Girls or guys can use it. It's the area code method. So he's saying she's an 879. This is his ex. I understand. He likes we, her. We went to the same college. I had an extra year to get my master's, and the relationship ended mainly because of the long distance. Now I'm back at home, and she moved out of her parents' house into the city. We talked a couple weeks ago when I moved back about getting back together, and it ended with her saying she isn't sure what she wants right now. Hmm. Fast forward to this last weekend, Saturday night, and I got a couple of I miss you texts and old videos of us together talking about how much fun, amazing those times were. She even brought up how great sex was. And he puts in parentheses, I know stroking my already large ego. Granted, she was drunk, so trying not to overreact because at the end of the day, I do want to get back together with her. I didn't hear from her since then, nor did I try and get in touch with her. I just left it all with the drunk charade of of text we had. So, JT, did she wake up with the worst Sunday scaries in a while, or is there more to get from this? Like I said, I don't want to overreact, but I want to try and get back together with her, so how can I play this the right way? Oh, by the way, feather, feather, feather. Ha ha ha. There we go. Ah, everybody's into feathering. I This guy reminds me completely of the woman who was having the text anxiety earlier. Okay. Uh, like, it's almost exactly the same thing. Like, mm. he's worried, like, uh, I don't know, what is what is she thinking? Should yeah. I text? Should I not text? I, wanna, I want her to like me. I want to play it cool. And my advice is exactly the same. Like, reach out to her and say, hey... You you texted me the other night that you missed mm-hmm. me. Uh, I know it might have been that you were drunk, but clearly the like d- being drunk loosens inhibitions. Yeah. There are feelings within her. It might not be the only feelings. Yeah. She might still not know what she wants, but the only way to find out what she wants is not to wait forever and never say something. Yeah. Like if you're if you're saying these things are gendered, like before you're like that woman should have like reached out and be like, "Hey, I like yeah. you. Let's do something. And this guy is now doing the opposite. He's like, I just got to. I mean, and it is a different situation. You were together for a while, the diffi- and it's different now. The difference to me in this one, and I, I I agree with what you're saying halfway. Sure. Because I, I do hear what you're saying with it like, hey, she told you some pretty serious things. She was drunk. Was it, was the, she was having feelings, but was it loneliness or was it him? And well, let me also add here, <clears throat> imagine. 
let's all try to put ourselves in her position now. Yeah. She's in the exact position that that other woman was as well. She could be calling into her own advice podcast, yeah. talking to her friends, being like, hey, I texted him, I miss you. I miss sex with you, yeah. and he's not and writing he's me nothing. back. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He must not like me. Like, I sincerely yeah. think she, like, it, we might be wrong. She mm-hmm. might not want to get back together with you, but she gave you what could be based on how An she- opening. Yeah, yes, definitely- if I were you, I would write back to her and say, hey, you said these things. I like these things mm-hmm. that you said. I'd like to get together and talk more. Let's do that. I just don't like the idea of her saying she isn't soberly saying she isn't sure what she wants right now. And then drunkenly saying, I need you. I want you, baby, oh, baby. I, I understand what you're saying. And I think that's 100% a human thing that while she's sober, she's scared. Yeah. And while she's drunk, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to say what I really feel. I'm giving uh. myself permission to say what I really feel. Like, I'm not I'm not saying I know what this woman feels, but I'm saying this woman does know what she feels. So yeah. go to her while she's sober now and say, hey, was that just, you know, a weakness, a, a moment of weakness? Yeah. Like, do you really, do you miss me now? We, do you, how do you feel about me now? Do you want to have sex now? Yeah. I, it, it, usually I go the other way with this. And cause I'm saying like, he's graduated, you know, I, I'm, they're broken up because this is a scary time. They probably don't know where, what the next steps are, are my, you know, to the guy with the job True. email, he's thinking, you know, am I going to like my job? Am I going to like my new standing? Can I take care of a girlfriend now with this new paycheck? You know, like, am I going to be able to grow this relationship or does sure. it have to stop? Yeah. I think the fact that it's his goal to get back with her, he needs to get that out of his head. Sure. So the only way to get that out of your head is to say to her, hey, you said these things. How do you feel? Yeah. Give me something and don't leave me with you don't know. If it's, I may, if your first w- wake up was I made a mistake, yeah, I want to hear that. That's if you woke up and said, "Fuck, I shouldn't have done that." Please tell me so you can let me off the hook. That's a great point, and I'll also add: if she says she still doesn't know, then take that as she knows, and the answer is no. Exactly, because yeah. it does say, to me. I don't know is always, and I've done that. I've been that person where I'm like, I just don't know how I feel. That means I wasn't that into it. I had yeah I had a girl that I was a woman uh, I, and I didn't have her. This uh, <laughs> we existed as two separate individual autonomous human being adults, uh, but we had like a real like a for a little while an intense connection. And I was like, wow, this person is on paper like really great. We lived in different places. Mm-hmm. A lot of different things happened and got complicated and don't have time to get into the whole thing. But we ended up in a place where she wanted to be friends and like we're living in the same place now. And I was like, we still have this history. We still have yeah. this connection. I was this is like last year. I was like I. Like, and I could talk to her. Part of the thing that was so great about her, I could talk to her about everything, including like the sort of the frustration of like, not even frustration, like I, we could be great together. We could be, but I understand why she has the the need for separation. And she was telling me, she's like, maybe in the future, maybe, but right now, this is what I want. She's like, I want to be friends now. I don't want to be together now. And part of me was like, I wanted to hear, I wanted to read into it as like, oh, maybe not now, maybe later, but that wasn't constructive or helpful. Like if she wants to be with me, then she'll come to me and say, I want to be with you. And we'll figure it out at that point. But I asked her, I was like, I want to be with you. And she said, not right now, and essentially, maybe no, maybe forever. Yeah. So if you get, I don't know, for an extended period of time, yes, that is a, you have to read that as a no and move on. Re- that is, I mean, read it as a no is like the move. But I, I, and that's why you got to go to her with this text that says, I need to know how you felt the morning after sending these things. If it was, I wish you would answered quicker, then yeah, let's let's make it work. Let's try and figure this out. If it was, fuck, I really fucking sent a lot last night. 
then tell me that so that I can have my freedom to go on. And then if she does the may, if she does the not now and the or the no, you need to take some time away from texting each other. Yeah. And, and and that's just the next step. But do the first step of hey, let's hash this out right now. And I would say even it doesn't it can be text, but it could even be a phone call. It could be an email. Like if you want to say like here's here's our history. This is what we've done. This is where we've been. We separated because we were distanced. Now we're there's no distance. We're back in the same place. We can be together. Yeah. I'd like to be together. You know that. You sent me these things. What is the what is your where are you now? Mm. Tell me anything that could be helpful. Tell me where you're at and it's then a, it's I'll be also, and mo- and all that is just the the idea of like, what was your first? Because I've done that. I've been like, I've woken up the next morning and been like, ah, you fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And if I had just told that person that, they would, it would hurt to hit for them to hear, but it would also be the most freeing thing. Yes. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Cavill. We're gonna, this has been great. This is fucking That's it? fantastic. <laughs> no, we're going to do one more. Oh, super. Uh, we're going to do Woo! one more. Oh, um, oh, I, I got a, uh, I'll give you. A couple of different ones. Okay. Uh, ooh, my crew is all chicks. Okay. I assume this is coming from a non-chick. Non-chick. Papa JT, I need your wisdom. I'm a guy who's going to be going to the bars this summer, but it's usually going to be with a group of girls since all of my guy friends moved away after graduation. How can I meet girls if I'm surrounded by girls who I have no intention of dating? Also, if I'm meeting up with a girl from Tinder, how can I use your patent and I'm out with my friends at this bar to come meet up? What do you think? Okay. Uh, I mean, it's, first, it's a funny question. How do I meet girls? I'm surrounded by girls. <laughs> I mean, do it's possible also that if you're, your female friends like you, like, might they also have friends that, like, they, like, is that uh, not a... This is a blessing. Everyone should start. Anytime you think I got a problem... Let's think of how this problem is your solution. That's like the uh, one of the there's I think it's Japanese maybe or Chinese. Is it? I, for, I forget which language it is where the word for problem is also the word for opportunity. This uh, there it is because this is an opportunity. That would have been a better quote. That, <laughs> that would have been a better quote for the <laughs> yearbook. <laughs> I just think for this, if you're going out with a group of girls, you what you're the best sales opportunity. Is a recommend is is a recommendation. Yeah, you have women who are not afraid of you. They're they testimonials. Are, yes, they're saying that you are a guy that can connect with the women just by being around them. You're a guy who can connect with women who's mature enough to handle uh, interpersonal relationships that don't involve sex, and you're not a threat. These are all people that are saying, "Hey, this guy, this guy is just like a good guy." And and as far as I'm not sure how this interplay will work with the with the patented method of well, <laughs> gathering a group, I get yeah, I get yeah, the yeah. idea, but like I don't see why that has to change. Just no. like just tell them, come, I'm hanging out with my friends. Just a heads up, it's mostly women that I'm not dating. That's why I'm reaching out to you. Yes. Isn't that even more? Wouldn't a woman I, who wants to like hang out be made more comfortable yes. by hanging out with a bunch of dig, not other dudes? Dig into this. I would get into this that it almost looks like. I'm gay. Like, I would be so, I'd be like, let's go, girls. And then, like, drinking martinis and having Cosmos. I would be in on this group and I would be going out. I would be pregame with them because here's the other thing underratedly, girls love being one of the guys. They love setting up a dude that they like 
to get fucked and then to hear about how it worked out. They just love the gossip. They love the whole story of it all. So if these girls are on your side, that's what you want. You want allies. So you need to not try and fuck this group of girls. You need to go out with them, pregame with them, dig deeper into your relationships, get better friends with them. Because then when you go out, they're going to go, they're going to be all dancing. They're going to be their one dude that they're going to try and pass off to any other random girl that comes by. You need to be the person that's like, hey, ladies, you come over, I'm having the pregame, and then you make something sweet and delicious and vodka friendly. That And now you're a part of their posse. And look, look at that. Straight girl comes walking by. You're the only one that can fuck. You're, you're the only one with the key to that fucking house. You're not a threat. Not a threat. So just don't be a threat. Yes, and, just, don't, and be a good guy. You know, yeah. like, and they, they, and they will pass. Girls will talk you up in a way that a guy never can. You know, like a girl will say to another girl, yeah, great dude. So much fun. They'll say it in a way that a guy will be like, yeah, he'll, he, like a guy would, would mess it up so hard. It's like, uh, I just, uh, you know, in the past week, I don't know how people are following the news, but uh, Bill Maher used the N-word. Yes. And I saw a tweet from Larry King that says, I, Bill Maher's my friend. He's not racist <laughs> at all. Oh, an old white man says yeah. another old white man isn't racist? Not, not exactly the credibility I'm looking for. So in this situation, like you have actual people of yeah. the group that you want the Maher attention of. Snoop Dogg to be like, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you'd be like, oh, okay. Yes, this is... It's all about credibility, and this guy, you got to dive into this. I remember one time I was at a summer, Jersey Shore, and it was after I graduated college, and my buddy, we went out, and we were at the beach all day, and then my buddy goes to the liquor store and buys a whole case of champagne. And we go, it's just him and I and all these chicks, and we go and just drink champagne with these girls all day. The rest of the summer, these girls were like our pimps, you know, because they're like, this is, yeah, you, they're, and then they're telling that story. Yo, these guys got us. We had a champagne day, and the girls are like, they do champagne day. You know, it becomes. You're a nice guy. Be a nice guy. Be a nice dude. And it's so funny the way that, what's the secret to getting. (laughs) I've got the secret. Here it is. You just treat women the way that they want to be treated. And then if they want to get with you, they'll totally get with you. Also, the, the, the other thing when he's like, what do I do? Come hang out with my friends? Yeah. It's the same rule. Hey, me and my friends are going out. My friends and I are going out. Come meet up. And then the girl comes in and she's like, who are your friends? All these women. What do you... Uh, you see something? <laughs> you, you have a problem with this? Oh, fr- you thought friend meant man? Yeah, like, oh, I can't be friends with women? <laughs> then it turns the whole thing on its head. So, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Mike Kaplan, fantastic. Thanks so much for Thank you me. so much. Real we're going to come back with... Uh, hypotheticals in the news but go follow Mike at Mike Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram his album no kidding go check it out go buy it you got your parents credit card on iTunes just (laughs) pop that on you know put it on the card thank you it's fantastic go check it out we'll be right back with hypotheticals in the news Hey guys, welcome back Mike thank you so much oh thank you so fantastic at Mike Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram Man Sam. What's up, bro? At Man Sam on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Labs Network. Uh, let's do a hypothetical. Yeah, let's do it. Ready? Hypothetical? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Would it be an issue for you to have a girlfriend who wants to bring other girls home into bed with you, but you cannot touch, only watch? 
I mean, it's a funny hypothetical because I have a girlfriend who wants me to bring home girls that we can both touch and now, watch. So I, I, yeah. I'm happy this got brought up yeah. because you, I, and this is the one thing I remember the last time you were on, not, uh, you know, I remember having you, but you're in an open relationship. I am. How do you work that out? Like, I, I'm sure a lot of guys are like, you know, a lot of guys that are listening to this are in open relationships that they won't admit to. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> you know, like they're with that are lying, they're, cheating, yeah, yeah, yeah. closed. How do you yeah. do it without lying? Uh, well, I mean, how do you the, work it out? Like, <laughs> what's the first? What's the first entree into that? Be honest about the fact that you want it, and don't date people who don't want it. Is the main thing to do. Willing to lose somebody. Yes, be will always be willing to lose. Like when yeah. you get into comedy, be willing to not have money. Be willing yeah. to not have a job. Just be willing to do what you want because you believe in it and you care about it. Yeah. And in in this specifically, like sometimes you get it's definitely a, a type of guy who's like, hey, how do I talk my wife into this? I'm like, yeah. well, if you want me to fuck your wife, that's fine. Is that is that what you mean? <laughs> that's probably if you want to just fuck a bunch of people and don't want your girl girlfriend to fuck a bunch of people then you you'll have a harder time finding that situation though there are people that are like that as well as long as you're open if you want an open honest open relationship about it then great but yeah like i mean i'm lucky that i've found people who are into it but the reason i've gotten it is that i've talked about it because because you've actively said this is what i'm looking for yes you've set the the standard so to speak yeah yeah, my girlfriend now, I specifically met uh, while I was with my last girlfriend, uh, which ended like a year ago. Do you have fights? Like, is there, does it create different types of drama? Uh, I have been in open relationships where drama did happen because we didn't have all of, we didn't have the exact same idea uh, desi- yeah i mean we we knew what we wanted but there will still be like if you have a don't ask don't tell mm. but then you have something come up that you're like oh this seems like maybe i should tell like that was a thing that happened in all in other relationships but the one that i'm in now it's polyamorous it's completely it's i mean she i have this primary relationship with a person who lives with me mm. and i also like she wants me to go on dates she wants me to hook up with people when i'm traveling she is also like allowed to and can and want like we both it's about love and yeah. like wanting the person that you love to have the most love possible, the most positive, pleasurable, joyful experience. Does it ever get in your head when she like does she go on dates? Uh for she has been she definitely has. Okay. And it doesn't anymore. Like now, especially because when we part for whatever reason, like if if she goes to work, I don't see her all day. Mm. I, I don't have to be her only source of joy throughout the day. Yeah. If I go away for a week, like we're not seeing each other. She could be having sex with people, she could be not. She's had sex with people in the past, she'll have sex with people in the future. Like what like they that doesn't matter to me. Like mm. that doesn't but like if you I assume that there are people who get jealous of the past. There are people who are like, oh, like, I don't want to hear about, like, whoever you dated or hooked up with or slept with. Like, that doesn't bother me. Like, mm. and I think most people are like, oh, yeah, of course, before you met me, whatever you did, you weren't, it wasn't a slight to me. Absolutely. It wasn't an affront. And so for me, when I'm not around, it's the same thing. It's like, if my girlfriend has sex while I'm not in the state, like, th- she's not doing it at me. Like, she's actually, I want her to, like, when she gets a massage, like, I want her to get pleasure. I don't have to give her all the pleasure in the world. Mm. The important thing to me is that we love each other and that after she hooks up with that guy, after I hook up with some girl, if we hook up with people together, if we talk about it, we come back together and then we have the same, there's this, you know, sleep no more it's a, a it's like a theater yes, dance I know, thing I, I know i know about it a lot of 
it's in the city, right? Yeah, it's yeah. in the city. It's like in a ho- in a hotel, and there's like they recommend you. It happens in all different rooms. You can't see the whole thing yourself. Mm. So like, if you go with a group of friends, they're like s- split up. Like you go to one room, you follow another person, and then at the end of it, you come back together and you're like, "What did you see?" And so you're not like it's not to be jealous of other people's experience. You're having your own experiences. Ah. It's to come together, and then now all of you have all of the experiences as much as possible. So you're hearing about how that person did something, how that person did this. And yeah, the, yeah. And like maybe there are there are some girls that I've like hooked up with and dated that are also potentially maybe interested in like my mm. girlfriend's interested in loving anybody that I love or that yeah. I care about or that I'm with. And that's I mean, it might be rare. It might there not everybody's like well, that. Well, anytime yeah. you have like for guys looking for this, anytime you have any type that narrows that you, it's like it's like going on seamless yeah. and putting in uh you know you're going to find less restaurants if you're like I got to go with Asian. You have to be willing to be single. You have to be willing to be okay on your own, yeah. happy on your own, and it's good to be secure on your own no matter what. And then the more secure you are on your own and the more honest you are about what you want with yourself and with other people, then that will attract other people and who want what you want. And you'll find a better, more pleasurable experience that you'll want to keep yes. for a while. But will is this an okay situation for you? Oh yeah. Would it be good for you if your girlfriend wants to bring other girls home you can't touch you can only watch I, if that was what she wanted then sure how about you man sam yeah that doesn't that wouldn't bother me i mean if it became like every day i would know. need to know that she's like here this is the one i don't like the idea of like a girl being like well, i'll do it for you you oh, know yeah. like i don't want her going in like oh, haphazardly no. Like, no no ah, if this is what you want i want to i would sit there and watch the whole thing and then i would I, I would watch and I would become very uh, I, I would sit in the corner like in a in a tux like a yeah like a just a, a crazy yeah. like an eccentric billionaire and the things that I would say is as long as your needs as long as my needs are being met as long yeah. as I'm happy in the relationship like if she was only coming home with other people and I couldn't touch them or her mm. and I didn't get you know the the sexual and romantic and connected relationship that I wanted then that wouldn't be what I want no. but if we're talking about I'm happy with my girlfriend and she also once in a while wants to do a thing that I'm not a part of then yeah I'm secure let's do some more hypotheticals accepted um this is written hypothetical that's not a hypothetical mm-hmm. all right it's all from right. real life let's see dear superior brosif stalin okay <laughs> first off shout out to you the triple eight and esteemed guests I'm sitting around a bonfire cracking a cold one with the boys and we are deliberate uh, deliberating a hypothetical that could actually happen for me would you rather fuck a best friend's sister or your boss's ex-wife? Your wise bro wisdom would be much appreciated. Sincerely, an original key listener. P.S. Come to Northwest. Come to the Northwest and crack a cold one with your fans here. I would love to. Hmm. What do we think? Uh, I mean, it really depends on your relationship with the best friend and mm. the boss. Like, if your best friend is not is aware of that you're into his sister and is cool with you being into his sister if she's also into you then mm-hmm. that seems like a totally reasonable situation uh and the boss thing i mean i don't know about bosses these yeah. days uh but if i think feel like if you're also if your boss would be cool with it then go for it but if you think your boss might not be cool for it i wouldn't go for it yeah what do you think well, it's, uh, none of my best friends have a sister, <laughs> so it's like I can't put myself specifically in that. But I, but I tend to agree. I mean, I think I'd rather go with the sister because at least then your best friend can wrap his head around that and be like, oh, okay, the boss might hate. Well, the I'd go boss's ex-wife. Okay, for <laughs> one specific reason. Go ahead. Ex-wife, they might not even talk anymore. That's like true. The, 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 the connective tissue. I'm saying sister's always a sister. Ex-wife, they could probably you know you could fuck an ex-wife and she 
would be like, yeah, there's no way he would find out. Well, that's true. That is reasonable. Here's my new advice is uh, have sex with the ex-wife, quit your job, start working for your friend's sister. There it is. (laughs) Let's do one more hypothetical. Uh, What's up, brother? I've been thinking about this hypothetical for a while. Would you rather have the ability once a day to change the temperature 10 degrees? Fahrenheit, obviously. (laughs) That's fantastic. I like it. In either direction, or to change the time 10 minutes in either direction. Keep in mind, you aren't actually traveling through time. You're simply changing the time in the present. Uh, the temp one is great during winter or hot or a hot summer, and you can easily turn a decent day into a perfect one. But if you're late to or really bored, it might be nice to set the clock the 10 minutes backwards or forwards. We'd love to hear what you think. Uh, I would 100% have the temperature control because wow really i mean here's the thing you if you're late all the time everywhere then maybe you're different but Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm not and i and you don't have to be you can if that's your life then great then take that one if you're always temp just learn how to learn how to not be late but and if you're bored like learn how to not be bored there's so much to do there's (laughs) meditate for 10 minutes like get another book like watch 10 minutes of a tv like there's so many things to do like i would never push time forward mm. i mean i mean I'm, my life i'm fortunate i'm privileged yeah. i have a lot and and there's so much that i know that i still like nobody can do everything of course so i would yeah i would never i would never use half of the time thing unless things changed completely and i like wanted to die and then just kill yourself but <laughs> uh but yeah I, I could see wanting to move yeah. it back but definitely i mean if you live in a place i live in new york like it's cold in the winter it's yeah. hot in the summer it would be nice to be able to change the weather what do you think it's a tough one but it is interesting because he said you're not time traveling so it's not like you're losing time if you go forward or anything you literally are just changing the time but you're staying exactly as you're not losing or gaining 10 minutes Mm, that's right it's not like you could be on the treadmill and be like oh i don't want to like deal with the treadmill so you are just i don't know i mean i guess the temperature one is way more useful right the temperature one is useful to me only at night like when i'm sleeping and i'm like man it's hot in here i want to like bring down the temperature or it's you know, like that that's only time I could see myself using it because to me, the weather is the weather. Like, I, you know, if I walk outside and I'm like, this is what it tomorrow will be different. You know, like I don't I don't I, there's only so many there's few times in my life where I'm like, I need this fucking weather to work out. And it, it like Memorial Day, I had people over and I was like, it can't be shitty. And then it was almost shitty. And then it like held off. And I was like, that was the one day a year where I was like. Please God, and you I, know. I know I won't get the answer to these questions, but I would also want to know, like, how localized is the weather temperature shift? It's like how far around you is it the whole world? Because that mm. can have effects on like <laughs> well, the ecosystem and yeah, the planet. Yeah. And how long does it last for? Is it permanent? And then you have to make sure if you just did 10, 10 degrees colder yeah. every day, then the world is just freezing. And I, isn't, yeah, I'm going with the time, just because I do think, like, I do agree, like, I'm I'm not a late person, but. Why not have it in your back pocket? Why not have it in my back pocket? I'm going with the time. I accept. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But I mean, how much, like, if you're late 10 minutes, what difference does it make anyway? Really, in the grand scheme of things. Nothing. But I hate apologizing for being late. Okay. I I don't, like, because then I'm like, I and anytime I apologize for being late, I know that that was my fuck up. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it was. There's no way there. You don't mean the apology. If you meant it, you wouldn't have been late in the first place. I think lateness is like, you know, pe- it's like one of those things that like, it looks bad. We're all late once in a while, but if you're late 
so much all the time, then people that you care about who still care about you are like, mm, what's going on with this? Yeah, like, what's, do they don't respect me and my time and my life. They're people making really, me yeah. really get annoyed with lateness. We got any news? Yeah, well, I mean, I had a bunch of news, but we brought up the uh, the Bill Maher thing, the, the Kathy Griffin thing happened. I don't know if you want to just the Kathy Griffin thing. What do you think? The... Uh, I think a lot of things, but okay. uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that on on the uh, in the first place, a comedian, an artist, a human being can mm. do anything that they want to do, and if you're as long as you're not hurting somebody in actuality, and especially I think comedians. Uh, and artists have like a long history of, you know, speaking truth to power, yeah. punching up, being like, hey, this is bad. Like, you know, the th- and then it's all just like ripples and responses. And people hate Kathy Griffin for so many reasons. I don't yeah. hate Kathy Griffin. I wouldn't have probably made that art myself. I wouldn't have shot that photo. But I think it's interesting. Like, I mean, I am I have my own political uh, beliefs and leanings. And yeah. I like I don't I mean, when people are like, what if it was Obama? What if I'm like, oh, I, did, I didn't like when people were like you know putting racist pictures of obama around but i mean people should be allowed to do it people should be allowed to respond to it and i i I don't think it's as big a deal as people have made it's not i mean what do you think oh i I completely agree she should be i mean i'm not a big fan of kathy griffin i'm not a big fan of trump she should be allowed to do it but of course i understand why people but she should be allowed to be fired you know i understand why cnn had to fire because how do you be a news or how do you call yourself a news organization and have someone but I do. Th- I also think nobody really cared. Like I think, like yeah. there's not one person. Like I like the what you said, where you're like, it's just interesting. It is interesting to see what the most crazy part to me is now, the lying that's happening on it. Like her press conference was wild. It yeah, is like terrible. it was like she was doing. Remember when she was on Seinfeld, and there's a she has a story arc on Seinfeld. It might be just one episode where she is feels she's being attacked by Jerry mm-hmm. and then she creates her HBO special based on ha. calling Jerry the devil. Yeah. So this is, it, it felt like she was playing that role. She goes in and she says she was broken by Trump and it's like, you're a liar. You are a liar. You're going to get your 15 minutes of fame out of this. And then you hear Trump being like, how does Baron see this? And it's like, that's a lie too. I know you don't believe that. that, like, that that's the thing about it that I like because they, the Trump, group played it perfect like they Bar- responded correctly a, they're but all like, Bar- bullshitting baron's crazy if he thought that was his dad why would <laughs> kathy so griffin have, have cut your dad's head off but, why but would she also have it's not a dude move the the, no. the 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 trump is you know it's not trump move but also like a guy m- moms do the move where they go as a mother my corolla he has a, a whole bit about the as a mother it's so true it's just like as a mom, they take their kid. Moms do this all the time. They'll use their kid as a shield to any conflict in life. And they'll say, this is my child. And you're like, ah, relax. It's a kid. He's going to be fine. And Trump did that. And you're like, that's not a movie. You don't play. That's not in your your, your arsenal. That's why I was like, they're both bullshitting. I here, I agree with that. In And I'll add this. Two things. One is... That kid probably didn't see the picture at all. Like kids yeah. don't 
watch the news. An 11 year old doesn't watch Kathy Griffin or know who Kathy Griffin is. Yeah. He isn't following her on Twitter. He probably isn't even on Twitter. Like if you're a good parent, then you your kid didn't see it. You're not a good parent and your kid probably still didn't see it. And even if they are both like putting on a show, they're yeah. both putting on a show. Her job is to put on a show. She is doing well, her is, job. Yes. That's all of, that's so much of what she does is create these controversial things. Like, like you said, she did. I mean, like the version of her that did it on Seinfeld yeah. that was written into it because it's partially based on like, she talks about people. Like, I mean, I think this it's- This is her act. And this is, this is he, he shouldn't have an act. He's yeah. the president. He's, <laughs> it, he is in an important role in the world. He shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah, that, there, is, there is an eye roll moment to see that he's like getting in the weeds with Kathy Griffin. Oh, you know, you you're can't like, help it. Because you know the ba- you can't help it and it's hilarious and it's ridiculous. And the the other point is that I, there's no one that had been going to Kathy. There's nobody sitting there in their room with Kathy Griffin memorabilia all over the wall going, this isn't the Kathy I know. Ha, ha. Yeah, I'm more likely to go see Kathy Griffin now. Right. Yeah, like if her fan, like, like you're going to show up to her show and be like, wait, she didn't vote for Trump? You know, like, like I, it's just, yeah. so it's like, it's just this wild thing. It's like the outrage people get more outrage because they're, you know, and then they get more outrage because they see it as an affront to their, like, individual belief system, which is crazy in itself. And then the people that are doing the, the, the what you said, of like the Obama, they're like, well, look at these pictures of Obama. It's like, I don't know what that has to do with yeah. We're talking idiocy. right now. Yeah. This is what's happening Kathy Griffin put a, a picture out into the world that has blood and gore yeah. and violence in it. Trump, you have murdered children. You have <laughs> sent drones and killed innocent people. Like, Kathy Griffin has not done as bad as you have. It's, it's just, I, I, but I'm not even in the, I oh, hear yeah. what you're saying, and that's an extrapolation. Like, just the extrapolation is what, like, I'm like, I can't believe it. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, this is, and, and also... I can't imagine the person who has the time to be mad about Kathy Griffin. Do you know the things that I'm happiest about that I've seen that come out of this is uh, images where Trump's face is photoshopped onto her body and he's holding like a bloody world. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all get, we all got something out of this. So, yeah. uh, Mike Kaplan, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for at having Mike me. Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram. Go buy his album. Go get on his podcast. All of it's great. Go and get involved. Uh, Man Sam, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. At Man Sam on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. We're every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. I'm JTrain56 on all platforms except Instagram. I'm at Jared Freed. We'll be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!